monster, a creature with such horrific features, a lady, a bride, and scary movie fan, some nerds and their website present this woman and her man. Hello and welcome back to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the creature, Joey G. And joining me, as always this week, the cutest podcaster in town, the bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? I I feel itchy. You feel itchy? Yeah, my nose is itchy. It's all them drugs. I don't think so. Yeah, it's all that LSD. (laughs) You don't do LSD up your nose. No, but you get itchy because there's, you feel like there's bugs on you. Shut up. I know you don't do it up your nose. (laughs) I may be straight edge, but I'm not a square. Um, okay. (laughs) I just made a square motion with my hands like Uma Thurman does in Pulp Fiction. But the dots didn't appear, so I'm not sure what happened there. You did it wrong. Mm, I need to have weird feet. Uma Thurman has weird fucked up feet. Yes. But Quentin Tarantino still likes to jerk it hard while he's looking at him. Ew, Joey! I can only assume... Why else would he always have a shot of her weird feet? Okay. With her, like, weird dweezel toe and stuff. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, it was Nicole's pick, and she thought, we we need something of, like, class and, and, like, a classic with lots of intelligence and wit. I did not say intelligence. I'm glad, because we watched Prom Night from 1980. <laughs> and, Jamie uh, Lee Curtis, the scream queen. And my would-be <laughs> girlfriend. And now we get to talk about it, and you get to listen. So, but first, you get to listen to the trailer. We don't have to because we watch the movie. So, suck on that. Be nice to the people. I will not. There's a special night in the lives of all of us—a night to be beautiful, to be desirable, a night we can break all the rules and make our own. Brown night. Everyone at Hamilton High is getting ready for prom night. It's a day of rehearsals, arrangements, final preparations, and last-minute phone calls. Nick? Wendy, do you still like to play games? They're too old for games. But someone still wants to play. Why? Kelly. It's been a long time. Tonight, it's my turn. Tonight, someone has come to the prom alone. Someone who watches in the silent corridors. Someone who waits until no one can help. Prom night. If you're not back by midnight, you won't be coming home. So that is Prom Night. This is the 1980 Prom Night, not the 2008, uh, re- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Reboot? Re- remake. Make. Remake. Holy moly. Yes, remake. Reboot. Reboot was a Reboot. YTV <clears throat> television show. It was a television show that we saw on YTV. It wasn't a YTV show. 
Do you think Friends was an NBC show? Was PJ Katie's Farm a YTV show? That was produced in-house, yes. <laughs> that was like the most cheap, crappy show I've ever seen, but I love it. I love it I love it that too. it existed. They just gave a girl some plasticity and said, we're going to film you you know, playing with the strange voices in your head. And the kids will get to watch it. Anyway, uh, I have not. Have you seen the remake of Prom Night? Because no, I haven't. I feel like I should watch it. I think it would be better than what we just watched. I don't believe that for a second. There's no way. I bet it is. There is no way that the. I bet you $100 it's better. Polinch's classic, starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Leslie Nielsen. Here's Leslie the thing. Nielsen. Right off the bat, Prom Night is not a very good movie. No, it's not. Nicole, I loved it. Oh my god. It is not a good movie, but I enjoyed it so much. You enjoyed doing Mystery Science. No, I just did, it was so it. silly and dopey and like all of the the choices that it made were so weird and it was so like derivative of things that had only come out like but it was one of the first things that was a rip off of Halloween Carrie. You know, like it ripped it off fairly soon after it came out. So it still has like a little bit of charm where I mean, it probably would have helped if we hadn't seen 10,000 other slashers since this movie that are basically exactly the same. You mean before this yeah. movie? What did I say? Since this movie. Yeah, I meant movies made since this movie came out. Oh. Like every slasher you and I have grown up watching came out after Prom Night pretty well. Except for oh. the obvious Halloween. Which I'm going to kill that dog. You go kill that dog, I'll talk to the people. Right. Um, so this... You can see this movie's DNA all over a lot of other movies that would come, which is appropriate because it rips off all of its good ideas, basically, from uh, Halloween and from Carrie, but... But it's like, it was just a long... Uh, it was a long disco ball scene. That was the best part of the movie! The, oh like, the five-minute disco sequence? It was so bad. Anyway, let's talk about the plot. So the movie starts in 1974, and we have... Uh, you know, a ragtag band of kids, and they're playing weird, creepy games in an abandoned building. Uh, it's an abandoned convent, apparently. It was a, like a, a scarier version of hide and go seek. Yeah, so they're running around kill, playing hide and go seek. Kill. Yeah, and then uh, this girl decides to go play, even though they don't want her around. And then they start teasing her and chasing her, yelling "kill, kill, kill!" until she falls out of a window and dies. Yes. And then the three children. Which, you know, doing reacting the way you would expect 10-year-olds to act, they decide we have to make a pact to never speak of this ever again. And then, but also the girl, when she came into the building, she was with her brother. And he's like, well, I'm going home because they don't want, don't want us to play. She's like, well, I want to play. So she goes in the building and the brother fucks off. So it's obvious from the beginning who the killer is. I'm going to spoil it right now. It's the brother because yeah. you fucking know that. Well, they try to throw you off the scent, though, because they, there's a rapist who gets blamed for her death and he gets arrested. And then six years later, preparing for the anniversary of her death, this rapist breaks out of prison, remember? Yeah, but they never even show the guy. Well, they don't need to show the guy. What the hell showing him would that do? The whole point is you're supposed to think that it's these... This rapist guy who's breaking out, and now he wants revenge on these kids because they're the reason he's in prison. It's a horror movie. They always show the killer before you know it's the killer. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Really? Yeah. Are you familiar with Scream? 
Yeah, you knew you didn't. Well, you oh, know I see he what you're saying. Part I see. of the story. Well, yeah, but no, that's, that's not true. You don't always see him first. Um, ninety percent. Look, of the time. I'm not defending the writing of this movie. I'm just saying that the you're just like you know it's him to begin with. Like that's a problem with the movie. Would the movie have been better if you didn't know that the brother was going to be the killer? Yeah, except you're like, who is it? Is it is a slasher. There is no such thing as a slasher where you don't know who the fucking killer is going to be. You didn't know in Scream. Or yeah, and then you find out, and it's stupid. It's not stupid. So I, I'm glad you like Scream because I'm I like things that make you happy, and I have enjoyed watching Scream. But I don't ever need to see those fucking movies again because they're not very good and they're annoying. And You're they're, annoying, and they're always fucking winking. This movie never winks once. At least, like this movie, at least has the decency to pretend to take itself seriously. Scream has to be like, "Ooh, I'm a movie." Ooh, wink, wink. Fuck you, Scream. No, it was smart. It was smartly done. The first okay. one. The yeah, first one was. It was super smart. It was smart. It was okay. Let me put. It, I'll say this. It was smarter than the slashers that had been coming out for the last fifteen years, but it was still dumb as a bag of hammers. It was not dumb. Yes, it, it was, was meta. Oh, fuck off. You don't even know what meta means. I don't know what meta means. What? Meta. Yeah, that's what I thought. Can we talk about prom night instead of scream, though? Yeah, sure. So, yes, you're right. Her brother is the murderer, and you're right. We said from the very beginning, well, obviously he's going to be the killer. So it's, like, not even interesting. I I totally disagree. I I don't disagree that it's not interesting, because the movie's not interesting. Nothing happens in this movie. That's what I love about it. It's so dopey. Was it deliberately paced? No, it wasn't deliberately paced. It was a bad movie that was made poorly that made me so happy to watch. It was so funny. I did have fun watching it. It was so much fun. First of all, six years later, and all of the high school kids are in their early 30s, (laughs) and there's... I just had, like, there was a never-ending sequence of, like, there's no way that person's in high school. There's no way that person's in high school. They all look 30 Our and Our villain who isn't the murderer is this, like, big Neanderthal-looking guy with a huge unibrow. Co- and he's, oh, like, the guy. bad boy of the school. I'm like, yeah. They yeah, also totally. try to, like, throw you off the trail by throwing in the creepy caretaker who trims hedges while, while watching girls walk by. Yeah, and then they never, ever, ever go back to him. They did at the very end. Well, doesn't he just like see them and he walked with it? No, because he, um, when the, because, okay, nothing happens until close to the end when it's the prom night and the first person gets killed and then the caretaker runs into the prom going, there's a murderer on the loose. All right. And then the, the people take him away. No, there's also, but okay, here's the thing. They all, not nothing happens. Like Nothing happens. Like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's boyfriend who broke up with another girl who wanted him to take her to prom. Okay, so high so school she gets pissed off and le- No, but it's fucking funny because she gets pissed off and leaves. Shut up. She gets pissed off and leaves and joins up with Unibrow and they talk about how they're going to like do this awesome evil prank at prom because they've been suspended or something. Like in Carrie. I mean, you're thinking like it's going to be like in Carrie. But then when the time comes, all that happens is the big meathead guy like knocks over the boy <laughs> and he puts on the king crown. So like all they were really going to do is go up on stage and pretend that they were the king and queen of prom. And also the fact that they were suspended makes me think, well, how did they get into prom then? Because the principal sees them walk in and it's kind of goes, oh, it's them. And that's they were the end of suspended? That. Well, the, the unibrow was suspended. Oh, right. I remember now. Because Jamie Lee Curtis and her brother, their dad is the principal, remember? Yeah. And, and Meathead Unibrow was picking on the murderer, who we didn't know was the murderer at the time. It was her brother. We knew, yeah. it was, we knew it was him. I will say that for a slasher movie, there is no slashing until the last, like, 
20 minutes. And Plus, it's all the movie. kills they don't show. All the, That's true. They all Which, happen I mean, off camera. You don't have to have the kills shown for it yes, to be do. good. Yes, you do. No, I think you can do it in an no. interesting way. First of all, there's nothing interesting about a slasher movie, so if you don't actually show the kills in a slasher movie, then what the fuck Psycho. are you doing? Why are you making it? Psycho isn't a slasher, you lunatic. I'm just saying that it was done smartly. Yeah. Slashers are not smart. Psycho isn't a slasher. The whole point of a slasher is a bunch of dumb teenagers running around getting killed with knives. That is the whole point of a slasher. So if you make all you the kills off camera, then there's no fucking point. I think you could possibly do it in an interesting way. I just haven't then seen it Then it would be yet. a slasher. Don't interrupt me. You've been doing nothing but interrupting me this whole episode. That's because you talk so much I have to. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> You're the worst. Uh, anyway, there's it, it has all the the great cliches like the people who uh, although it, it kind of subverts a couple of them like the girl who doesn't have sex with her boyfriend and her boyfriend ends up being a jerk and then she gets murdered. I was bummed out by that. Remember, I wanted her boyfriend to get murdered and she got killed in the changing room because she wouldn't have sex with her boyfriend. Oh yeah. Who finds a new girlfriend within thirty seconds at the punch He's bowl? Like, I will find someone to have sex with yeah. tonight. But basically, the thing we've we've skimmed over is that the three people who get murdered are the three people who were oh, yeah. responsible for killing the the girl at the beginning of the movie, which I totally forgot until like. Did you really? Almost, I had forgotten that that's who those people were. We also had to watch this in two goes because Nicole fell asleep the first night. So by the time we watched the second half and the murder <laughs> yeah, started to happen, I'd kind sorry. of forgotten that some of those people were the kids from the beginning. Sorry about that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so like I say this isn't a very good oh I forgot my favorite part of the whole movie what other than the disco sequence which is like a five minute dance it scene it was like a was five so minute dance scene of Jamie Lee Curtis's armpits she was dancing <clears throat> with all her armpits that was all, all of them all of her armpits that was all you saw was armpits she danced with all of her armpits just her armpits yeah, were dancing all of, them, all of them up in the air all two of them <laughs> it was funny because it was very clearly like a Saturday Night Fever <clears throat> sequence and that movie had come yeah. out in 77 so this was like yeah let's do that but uh, no, my favorite part was when the killer chases like the nerd who has the rape van, oh, yeah. who somehow got a girlfriend. <laughs> it was an awkward, and just, clumsy like, fight parked scene. outside of the school, having sex and smoking pot in his van. I'm like, why are they parked so near the school? What the? Why would they? That doesn't make any sense. And then they end up have this really funny, awkward ch- driving, chasing fight sequence where the nerd is trying to drive away in his van by driving in circles. And it's just like a lot of grabbing their yeah. faces. And then the killer ends up making him drive off of the cliff, and the second the front wheels hit like the hill, the, the van explodes. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, and, the, and all meanwhile, the uh, like professor old guy, or uh, inspector old guy, the detective, is hanging out at the high school hoping that the... The rapist they think is the killer will just turn up so you can stop. That cop does nothing in this movie. Yeah, nothing. People just get murdered left, right, and center, and he's just hanging around by the cell phone, by, by the payphone, probably trying to call his bets into the track. <laughs> I will say I kind of enjoyed the really long chase scene between like the super villain girl who is like the girlfriend. Yeah. It was good. Because I think in a lot of slasher movies now, the chase scenes... Don't exist. They just get killed before they, they know what's happening. They get killed before they know what's happening, or it's really short. Yeah. And this one, it actually did build up a little suspense. It was good. I thought it was good. And I enjoyed how long and quiet that Yeah, I wasn't suspenseful, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was, you know, competently executed. I was, because it was like... It made me feel like 
and what what it would feel like to be chased for that long. I suppose. See, I, it was I, more realistic. That's the thing. I don't think this is a good movie at all, but I really enjoyed it. And I think the major difference between you and I on this one is that I never watch a slasher expecting it to be even remotely good because slashers are terrible. You almost across the board. I disagree. They're, They're the so worst. Good. They are not the worst. The, as far as horror movies go, the only thing more boring than a slasher movie is a zombie movie. Zombie movies are boring. Two zombie movies are boring. The rest of them are pretty boring. No. And unless there's good kills, there's no point in watching them. But that's the thing. So slashers for me have to just be like really funny and fun because they're not going to be good. They're never going to be scary. So they might as well just be fun and stupid. And that's exactly what this one was. So I really enjoyed it. Like I don't... Of all the genres, slashers are by far the most boring to me because they're not good. They're not well written. There's no character development. They're just there because you're supposed to watch attractive kids having do making stupid decisions and getting killed and entertaining in creative ways. That's the whole point of a slasher movie. Yeah, I just I think um, for me it was the setting. It's just not. It wasn't interesting. Like like the camp ones are interesting because it's, it's exciting to think about going away to camp and all this stuff happening. Well, I don't know, but you can relate to being in a high school. I can relate to it, but it was boring. Do you think maybe it's been boring because every slasher movie takes place in a high school? And you've seen like 500 million of them? I just didn't think The two number one settings are like high schools and, and summer feel, camps. Like, Scream had a bit of character development, they I would were, argue. I would argue that too. <laughs> I would argue you it. <laughs> I would definitely argue it with you. What character development? The only character... I mean, maybe... Not Nev Campbell, because she's brutal in those movies. She's, she's not brutal. She is, her job is to just stand there and be like, things are happening around me, and I survived. Like, nothing happens. To, not, she doesn't do anything in those movies. And the only character, I would argue, who actually develops and has, like, something of an arc is uh, Courtney Cox's character. This is the reporter, Gail. Yeah. Yeah, that's, okay, one character. See? Everybody else die. That's the thing. There's no time to develop any characters because they're only there to be cannon fodder. Which is good. I don't. I don't watch a slasher movie wanting to like get inside these characters' heads. I just want to watch them I feel die. Like it just gives you, those movies give you a bit more than this movie gave me. No, you're you're right. Those movies are better slashers for sure. Yeah, they are. Like, and Scream is definitely one of the better ones. I don't ever want to watch them again because I've seen Scream way too many friggin' times. And I also don't like Ghostface. I think Ghostface is the worst killer. He's so boring. But beside that. We're not talking... Why are we talking about Scream? We're talking about Prom Night. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the thing. I also think that you have so much more nostalgia for slashers than I do. So when you watch a bad slasher, you're sad because it's not as good as like the ones that you grew up loving, like Scream. That's that's fair. And like you started yeah. watching those when you were like a 13, 14-year-old girl with your girlfriends. Like I totally get why you'd like it. It's the same, probably the same reason why I love... <laughs> You know, like stupid biker movies or stupid beach party movies, because I was watching those when I was that age. Yeah. And like monster movies and stuff. No, you're probably right. Yeah. So There's like, definitely yeah. nostalgia for me in those. And again, I'm not saying this was a good movie. This is not a good movie. This is a bad movie, but it is a hilarious and I would say bad movie. That other slashes, like Halloween, has some sort of psychological aspect to yes. it that is more interesting. Right. The two, the one slasher that is the one that everyone else has just been doing since 1978, you're right, is Halloween. And Nightmare on Elm Street was interesting. Nightmare on Elm Street 1 has a good idea, yes. I agree. So you've now mentioned two of the three major franchises, and there are 750,000 slasher movies. Yeah, so... But that's, the, that's like saying, no zombie movies are great. Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, those are the three good ones. And Adventureland. Adventureland is, first of all, not a zombie movie. Fuck, what do I mean? Zombieland. Zombieland is... 
fine. I would probably wouldn't watch it again. I watched but, it a lot. Uh, yeah, it's fun. It's funny. But my point is that zombie movies are one of the most plentiful movies out there. Like, I like watching bad zombie movies as long as their zombies look cool, or as long as there's cool murders, or as long as like the filmmaking is interesting, like the Italian ones. But yeah. you know, but they're of all those horror genres, I think that the zombie movie suffers the worst because the first zombie movies you see are almost always either night. Dawn or Shaun of the Dead. And those are, by far, the three best zombie movies ever made. And the remake of Dawn of the Dead was good. I, it's okay, but <laughs> it's not as good as the other ones. We don't have to get into that debate right now, but that's my point. If you watch those three first, where do you go from there? There's nothing else that's even close to being as good as that. You, and that's true. At least with a slasher, there's like four or five franchises you can point to, and a bad slasher is still fun to watch, like Prom Night. I usually think they're fun to watch. I just this one maybe it's because we watched it in yeah. two goes. It but just a bad zombie movie me. is boring. I thought this movie was boring. You had so much fun watching it. You laughed the whole time. It's not boring if you're enjoying yourself. I laughed because of you, not the movie. You were laughing at the movie. I was helping, but you were definitely laughing at the movie. I was laughing because you were riffing off of it, not at Which the movie. Fun. Anyway, I thought of a better idea rather than how we used to rate them out of 10. Yeah. Rather than doing that because our ratings are absolutely meaningless, why don't we just... Here's how we'll review them from now on. Would you watch this movie again, Nicole? No. Joey, absolutely. I'm going to watch it tonight. No, you're not. We're watching I'm not, another but that's one. My point. I just... I had so much fun watching it. It was so funny. I would watch this again in a second. Anytime anyone wants to come over and watch Prom Night and hang out with me and riff on that movie, I am in. I think that that's is a good, a better, fun, bad that's movie. That's a good rating yeah. system. There are good, bad movies and there are bad, bad movies. And this is a good, bad movie. All right. Should we do our list? Yes. Yeah, so today we're going to be bringing you our top five teen horror movies. So this is movies about teenagers, typically featuring teenagers, but... Not necessarily made for teenagers, but usually, yes. Some of them can transcend that, but for the most part, these are movies that are made by teenagers, not by teenagers, for teenagers, <laughs> starring teenagers, uh, and so on. So it's not teen just slashers, but teen horror. Nicole, what's your number five? Should we start with the heart movies? Oh, I guess we should do our heart movies. All right, Nicole, do some heart movies. Or should we do them after? Because I said my heart movies are more interesting. Let's do them after. Okay. Nicole, what's your number five? Mm, number five. Jennifer's Body. Pieces of Jennifer's Body. That's not how that song goes. That's how the chorus goes. Not how you just sang it. Uh, I sounded exactly like that horse face Courtney Love. <laughs> no, anyway, I think this movie is super fun to watch. and okay. um, The dialogue sucks. I watch it a lot, actually. This is one of my favorite slasher teen movies. It wasn't it's, a slasher. She's more like possessed. Yeah, no, it's not a slasher at all. It's it's okay. I just don't like Diablo Cody's writing. I find her dialogue really annoying. Normally I do too, but it, not in this movie. Have you even watched this movie? I've watched enough of like I've seen so many bits of it when you're watching it that I feel like I've seen the whole thing at this point. I haven't sat down and watched it beginning to end, but I kind of like how I never watched all of the United States of Tara, but I've seen all of it because you watched it. Yeah, but this is doesn't feel like the her typical writing. No, but her dialogue is still her dialogue. She can't write dialogue. It's the most irritating thing to my ear. Even, like, for example, United States of Tara. I liked that show. It was a good show. But I couldn't watch it because I wanted to murder every time a character spoke. So, number five. That's a good pick for number five, though. And it's not a. Uh, it's not as obvious as I would have expected. My number five. I tried. So, for, I tried not... I tried to go a little bit deeper cut. Like, I tried not to do a lot of slashers or obvious things, so... My number five, I don't know if you remember this movie, it was called The Faculty. It I don't had think Josh I ever Hartnett saw... and Elijah Wood and 
Piper Laurie is in it apparently, but Salma Hayek was in it too. John Stewart's in this movie. I haven't seen this in a long time, but it's the one where the uh, the kids in the high school uh, think that their uh, teachers may be aliens. I've never seen this movie, but I it's remember fun. hearing about it yeah. in high school. I don't know if it's a great movie, but I, I, I kind of like it. I think it's pretty fun. Uh, and uh, it was definitely good when it was 1998 when it came out, and I probably saw it when I was 12 or 13, and I liked it. Cool. It was fun. That's my number five, The Faculty. Robert Rodriguez directed it, too, which is weird because yeah. I don't think he's a very good director, but this oh. one's pretty fun. My number four yeah. is Evil Dead. Evil Dead. We discussed this and we decided that only Evil Dead 1 was eligible for this list. Yes, because we, Evil Dead 2 is a cult classic. I think it's bad. And there's no teenagers in it, really. Even though it yeah. takes place directly after Evil Dead 1, it was like seven years later, Bruce Campbell was in his 30s. And the fan base just spans all ages. And I all the other people think. in the movie are adults, too. Yeah. So the first one is definitely a teen movie. A yeah. group of teenagers teens go, to go out to the cabin. It's great. It's, everyone knows it's a good I movie. I think that's the second or third time you've had it on a list now, which means that it's in the penalty box, so you can't use it next week. <laughs> and also we have to discuss, there are certain movies that you and I are now banned from using forever. Not forever. You're not allowed to ever use The Shining on a list, and I'm never allowed to use The Thing because it's too obvious. And, uh, I'm, Poltergeist, and you're, I'm not and allowed to... No, Poltergeist is just in your penalty box, so you can have it again oh, okay. later. Just you're, you're not allowed to use it for a couple weeks. And there was one, and I can't use, um, what was the one that I used a couple times? Oh, shoot, I forget now. We'll, we'll think about we'll it later. What it was. But there's something that I've used a couple weeks in a row that I can't use. What's anymore. your number four? My number four uh, is a cheesy-as-fuck B-movie from the 50s called I Was a Teenage Werewolf that I saw in Mystery Science Theater. Oh, my God, who's in that? Uh, Michael Landon. You're thinking of Teen Wolf. Yeah. Um, that's Michael J. Fox. Also a great movie, but <laughs> not even pretending it's a horror movie. Like, it's a comedy. Oh. Uh, so, but I remember seeing the cover of the one you're talking about in the video store so many times as like when I was, I was growing a up. Wolf, yeah. yeah. It's this really lame 50s B-movie uh, about this guy who has anger issues and he goes to a psychiatrist who like hypnotizes him and he ends up turning into a werewolf and, and what have you. And it's I discovered it on Mystery Science Theater. Uh, it's an example, like Prom Night, of a bad, of a good bad movie and it's fun. Yeah? Yeah, I like it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't watch it with you. Alright. But the Mystery Science version. Yeah, I was going to say, should, if you're going to watch it, watch the MST3K version. Don't watch the original version. It's, it's better with, with uh, Mike and the bots. Nicole, what's your number three? My number three is Rob Zombie's Halloween. Alright, no, that counts. Yeah. It's one of my favorite horror movies. It's made my list a few times too, I think. He's a great director. That's not a good movie. It's so good. It's such a good it's team really movie. The kills are brutal. The only really good part of it is the last, like, 35 minutes, which is just the original Halloween, and it's a less good version of it. No, you're wrong. (laughs) It's all good. (laughs) That's good. Yeah, I I, I am not at all surprised that that's on your list. I'm surprised it's not your number one. Probably going to be. I I actually can... Before you say I'm going to guess what it is. Okay. (laughs) Uh, My number three is another one that uh, some people might argue, because I think this movie was, like, really advertised as a horror movie and so when it came out it pissed horror fans off so much because it was more like a parody of horror movies in a way it's called April Fool's Day and if you've never seen April Fool's Day it's a slasher we watched this one no we didn't where people get no we watched Valentine's Day no we watched uh, uh, My Bloody Valentine yeah that's it which is a slasher and it's not a very good slasher uh, April Fool's Day, these people in the house for this girl's like party who keep and they're getting murdered one by one, and then at the end of the movie it turns out that it was all an April Fool's joke and no one's actually dead. And so like some really? people, some horror fans fucking hate the ending of that movie, but for me I'm just like, oh my god, I love it, because it's just like the ultimate troll. 
So it's like a black comedy. More. It's a black comedy, but it's also like it's almost like a black troll on the audience because like they pull the fake laugh off and go, "Ha ha, April Fools!" and they all go, "Ah!" and that's the end of the movie. And I thought that was fucking hilarious, but it pissed people off big time when it came out. Really? And I remember the director saying, "Like it's not, it's too bad because like I never intended this to be a slasher. They just sold it like that because they were hot at that moment." It was never supposed to be that. It was supposed to just kind of be like a Twilight Zone twist ending kind of a thing. Oh. But they sold it as like a teen slasher. But anyway. Nicole, number two. My number two is the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay, there's teens in that. There's teens in it, and I think it's for teens. I don't think it's for teens. It was when it was made. I don't think that either. It was, it was a grindhouse movie. It was, it was intended for like the people at 42nd Street, like... Freaks and weirdos watching dirty exploitation. No, it was intended for teens. I read the biography. You read Gunnar Hansen talking about it. What the hell's that got to do with the making of the movie? He was. He, did um, he write it and direct it? Yeah, he played Leatherface. I'm sure he was really involved in the marketing and production of the film. That's what he said. Oh yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah, it's a really good movie. I wouldn't have thought of it. I did. I mean, I thought of it, but I didn't think it counted as a teen movie. But apparently, you do. So. Fine. Thank you for respecting it's my a good movie. decision. What's your two? My number two is Carrie. Carrie is like it. It does all the. It's like the good version of Prom Night. <laughs> yeah, I would have, in some ways, I would agree with that. It's like a really fantastic film, obviously. Nicole, which, which you've done before, and Nicole's number one is Scream, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I have so much nostalgia, it, and I saw it when I was a teen, and it yep. was awesome. And I still I watch it a lot. <laughs> yes, you do. My number one is Halloween. Halloween is the best slasher of all time. The the Rob Zombie one? No, the John Carpenter one. Halloween is the movie that every other movie now in that genre just rips off. And even itself. Even all of its sequels just rip it off. But it was perfect. It was scary. It was so well done. It was iconic. And it it holds up and didn't need a remake. Uh, and its remake misses the point of it completely. So the remake the does not the miss the point. By the remake spending as much time as it does, like getting inside the mind of Michael, it completely misses the point. But that's fine. The whole point of Michael is that he doesn't have a, an inner thing that you can get to. He's just an unstoppable force. He's just like a. He's literally the boogeyman. That was the whole point of the movie: is that he's the boogeyman. Yeah, they just kills the boogeyman and then Giving Rob the Zombie Giving the boogeyman a too. backstory ruins the boogeyman. He still had a backstory, you just didn't know No, it. he didn't. He was just like, yeah, when he was a kid, he killed his sister and then he comes back. But like, what happens in between doesn't matter. The point is, it could have been anybody under that mask. He's the boogeyman. That's the whole point of the movie. Anyway. Talk about your heart movies, Nicole. My heart movies? Yeah. Carrie is on my heart. Carrie, yeah. She, it almost made my list. It was, that was a hard one. It's a little obvious. I, it was hard for me to use it because it was so obvious. Yeah. But then I thought, well, I'm using Halloween, so um, fuck it. I really liked Orphan. The Orphan, um, yeah. Which was, Not I don't know who ago. was in it. Um, or anything. I know what you're talking about, yeah. I can't remember. Yeah, the, the Wasn't spam. Wasn't it Jira Farmiga was in that movie? The girl from The Departed? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they go to adopt a girl and she's in the orphanage she's and they adopt her and it turns out the orphanage has no record of her. She just was there and she's a creepy little girl and I liked it. I thought it was creepy. Did you watch it with me, didn't you? Uh, I watched most of it, yeah. Yeah. It was pretty good. And I also heard <clears throat> Saw. There's no teenagers in Saw. I think it was a made-for-teen movie, though. No, it was a rated R, and uh, it has Carrie Elwes and some other guy. I'm sorry, I, I, ha- I let you have another one. You can't have Saw. Saw is not a teen movie. All right. I mean, you saw it when you were a teenager, but that doesn't mean it's a teen movie. 
It's All a right. great movie. Uh, Jaws. Also doesn't count. There's no teenagers there in Jaws. There are teenagers in Jaws. There aren't the characters. There's one girl who gets murdered by a, eaten by a shark. Jaws is not a teen movie. It was totally a teen movie. No! Yes, and everyone who saw it when it came out was in their teens. It no, was terrified. Nicole, everybody saw Jaws when it came out. It was the number one highest grossing movie of all time when it came out. It made a The fun. main characters are Richard Dreyfus, that old guy whose name I'm forgetting right now. It's a made-for-teen movie. And made-for-teen movie. No, it's not. Yes, it, it was is. based on like a thriller novel for adults. Joey, when I was looking up online, this made so many teen lists. Because they're stupid, teen too. Teen horror movie lists. Just because Just, other people are dumb, too, doesn't mean that you're allowed to use it. Jaws, if Saw doesn't count, Jaws definitely doesn't Jaws counts. You can go fuck yourself. Oh, it was Jurassic Park a teen movie, too? Yeah. It's kind of scary. And people watched that when they were teenagers. Yep. E.T., that's a teen movie, too, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Also, The Wedding Crashers. Yeah, that's a teen movie. The Exorcist, total teen movie. Jaws was a teen no, movie. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. That's a terrible pick. Fuck you. Piranha 3D. I'll let you have Piranha 3D, even though there are some teens in that one, yeah. They're, they're the main characters, you moron. Fuck you, I'm not a moron. Secondly, they aren't the only main characters, but fine, I said you could have it, so fuck off! What are your heart movies, sweetie? Do you have any more? No. Good, then shut up and let the grown-ups talk for a while. <laughs> you have Friday the 13th 2 with a heart beside it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Why not? I like that movie. It's obvious. Go ahead. All right, well, my heart movies are the Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street franchises. So you can't sorry. have entire franchises on your list. Well, they're all the same movie over and over again, so I think I can. And if you think that Jaws counts, I'm allowed to use franchises as my heart movies. I disagree. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> Teen Wolf is also on my heart list. This last, this, this is not my heart. It's not on my spite list. I'm gonna spit these words out in your face like venom. Teen Wolf, you ass face. <laughs> idle hands. Remember Idle Hands? Seth Green's in Idle Hands. And I never saw that. The one. guy whose hands get possessed in Devon Sawa, and I think Jessica Alba's in it. I don't it. even think it existed. You are such an asshole. Uh, the Craft. Teen witches running around. Oh, I can't believe I didn't make anything I on my list. I can't believe either. It's not a very good movie, I but it's very that wrapped movie. up in teenage years for me. Yeah, me too. Uh, Prom Night totally is a heart movie for me now. And uh, for one scene alone, Cry Wolf is on the list, and it's the scene where John Bon Jovi gets killed, and the guy in our theater yells, Shot through the heart, and you're to blame! And the whole theater laughed really hard. That's So that part in Cry Wolf... When the that guy in our theater, gets a height from When Joey. the guy in our theater does an awesome mystery science theater gag and we all laugh. That was fun. It was a bad movie. And I think Carrie movie. Fisher was in it, wasn't she? Or was she in the remake of... No, she was on the Sorority no. Row remake. The House yeah. of Sorority Row. I wanted to see that. Sorority Row was it. actually good. I it's, never saw it. It's Again, it's very tongue-in-cheek goofy. But yeah, I, like I wanted to see that one. So those are our top five teen movies, including Nicole saying some bullshit about Jaws that doesn't make any sense. Uh, so next week, thank goodness it's my pick, so we can get back to uh, to the quality. Oh my god. One cool. word for you. So Society. He, funny you should mention that. This movie was written and produced by Brian Yuzna, who wrote and directed Society. Did I agree to watch this movie You already you? did. He did. He, he, he wrote the story. Uh, now, this one... Okay. Joey, this could I'm be, gonna hate this movie. Shut up, let me talk. I You make me watch stuff I hate too. No, I don't. Get over yourself. I just made you watch one that I didn't like and you liked. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. It's my pick, so shut your mouth. No. I'm going to take you to the beach and let you get eaten by a shark. <laughs> so, uh, it is a body horror film based oh, on the no. writing of H.P. Lovecraft 
and directed by Stuart Gordon. Now, Stuart Gordon, if you may remember, directed a movie that both of us did not like called Dagon, which was also based on a a, uh, H.P. Lovecraft story. Remember, that was the one that I got really annoyed because the girls were getting... Remember, it was the one with the fish monster people in the town? A movie that should have been good, but was like so sexist at the end that just got annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Stuart Gordon also made this. It's also based on Lovecraft. It's produced by Brian Yuzna. Um, but Stuart Gordon also made Reanimator, which is really good. So we're giving Stuart Gordon another chance to win us back Fine. after the mediocrity to poorness that was Dagon. So we're watching From Beyond from 1986, based on the short story of the same name by H.P. Lovecraft, written by Dennis Powley, Gordon, and Brian Usna, starring Jeffrey Combs, Robert Crampton, Ken Forey, and Ted Sorrell, and directed by Stuart Gordon. Uh, it'll come out, this episode will come out sometime after Christmas, I imagine. This was our Christmas episode. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Happy Merry Happy. Yes. So, uh, until next time, I am the creature Joey G. Oh, and I'm the bride, Nicole. And Jaws is not a teen movie, and y'all stay scary now. It is basically a teen beach movie, and kissy kissy! How could this woman ever decide to wed this man.